Geeks Freak Live. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast today. Wake up, and I'm Pots and Pans. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Oh, it's been a wet and wild and windy and just miserable weekend thus far, hasn't it? I've been out filming and uh, had to fo- film a football game. Well, that's what they called that sport. <laughs> it looked it looked a lot like Foggiest Maximus. Oh, really? You yeah. couldn't see much? Uh, get a white uh, sheet of A4 paper and hold it up in front of your face, and that's about as, as, as much as I saw. Oh, really? Mm. Well, it is pretty wild and, and, and uh, wet across the state and mm. also down south. Did you see Tasmania had snow really? this week? And then the snow melted and it caused flooding. So, I mean, we're just, this country is just going to, to uh, you know, uh, apocalypse it's topsy-turvy. It is. But uh, now, speaking of you out filming... Mm. You had to film the new craze that has hit the world in the last two weeks. You had to go and film a Pokemon... Uh, now, what is it? A Pokemon, Pokemon Go! Pokemon Walk, though, wasn't it? Oh, well, it was a Pokemon Go meet-up and... Uh, okay, look. You, do you play it? No, do no. See, see, hand on heart. Look, I think that Pokemon maybe come out, like, a year too late for me. Yeah, same here because we're the same age. Yeah, you know, and I, I just think that, yeah, I just missed the craze with Pokemon. Yeah, same here. But I tell you what, it is massive, isn't it? And all the news all week's been about oh, um, everyone playing Pokemon. Yes. All, all my Facebook feed is full of people playing Pokemon Go, out running around the place. Our, our local news even did a Pokemon Go story about yeah. the amount of people. that. I are... got a mate who's a detective. He was uh, doing night shift the other night yeah. in, in town, mm. and uh, he thought there was a drug deal going down <laughs> in our local, one of our big local parks yeah he said because all i could see was a bunch of like little lights wandering around he's like here we go it's like 3 a.m in the morning and they're still out so him and his partner start wandering around he said it's just out people out like early in the morning yeah still dark out playing pokemon go they couldn't sleep they're out there catching catch them all well last night i was i was driving around the streets <laughs> sounds like i'm up to no good but i was on <laughs> patrol and uh, there was people congregated in those areas in their cars because it's pouring down rain, and all you could see is the glow from their phones. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, Look, don't get me wrong. On, on one hand, I think it's fantastic that uh, they've created a game that, with all the best intentions, to get people out and about walking. Yeah, yeah. and I guess which it, I think is great. It, it's just like the the show. I guess you get to re, you know. Uh, following the footsteps of you, of the characters on the show where you go out into the world and capture things. Pokemons. And, and it also involves collections. Like, people yeah. love collecting stuff. But it also makes you walk. Yeah. You've got to walk so many steps or whatever else to be able to hatch things. And, yeah. and I, look, I think that's fantastic. Some people have already worked out cheats. There yeah. was uh, one video I saw the other day where they put it on a, an old uh, turntable record, the record player. player. Yeah, yeah. And had it going around. There's another mob who have put it onto a drone and are flying the drone mm-hmm, around. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, th- I just think, okay, that's cheating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but good on them. And uh, I've even had people come in the shop. Yep. And at first we thought we might be at Poke Stop. Yep. Um, which sounds really dirty now that I think about it. But anyway, <laughs> um, turns out it's the uh, building across the road from me, mm-hmm. so I'm a little bit disappointed. I thought maybe we, we'd see some flow on with business, all these people coming in to be, if we were a poke stop. I, I heard in America that a bloke had uh, paid to get his cafe to become a pokey stop. Yeah, I don't know how, you, how I that I don't know happens. how he did it, but um, apparently since it, the game was released, his business went up like 80%. Yeah. So you hey. know what though? What what irks me, uh, and I think it's a bit sad. Like, okay, I, I've got no look. I don't play it. I don't care. But good on people who are playing it. I think mm. it's fantastic. And there's people of all ages. Have you? Yeah, noticed? yeah, um, exactly. What irks me though is my Facebook feed has been full of snark from certain people going who don't play, but they just want to rip on anyone who does. And and I think that's sad. I'm kind of like you know because like hey, I've got better things to do in life than play Pokemon. Rah, rah, rah. And you're like that's fine, but you don't need to go and broadcast it to the world yeah. and pick on the people who are out there playing. Like I said, I don't play it. My wife's not. Well, as far as I know, my wife's not playing it. Well, she's uh, probably keeping it. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I'm playing DC Legends on my phone at the moment. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, like I just think, yeah, don't go picking on people who play that. Good no. on them. If they're enjoying it, thumbs up. And exactly. if they are getting out and walking around, we need more games like that. That'd be fantastic if we had more things. You said the other day, was it like Predator? If there was a Predator one mm. out there, we had to walk around and, and hunt Predators or something around the streets. Yeah, or if you're a Predator that. and hunt, uh, go around cutting people's spines and skulls out, that'd be cool. <laughs> it's probably a little bit dark, but it's a more yeah. huge. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about it because it is the big thing of the week is, is Pokemon Go. And I just think, uh, yeah, interesting, interesting thing. The reaction has been phenomenal. Yeah, like you say, there's been a bit of a negative reaction down in Sydney. There was a, a Pokestop around where all these high-rise residential buildings were. and Oh, people throwing three, water bombs at them or 3 something, a.m. But I, on the other side, I can understand. If there's like a thousand people out the front of your, you know, where you live at 3 a.m. in the morning making noise and yahooing and carrying on, yeah, yeah I might be a little bit pissed It sounds off. a little bit like, you know, uh, an old man sitting there, get off my lawn, kids. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can understand if it's, you know, like like the fourth day oh, in a row. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, look, uh, just a word of advice, geek speakers, if you are a diehard fan of Pokemon Go, more luck to you, good on you. Um, but uh, just, uh, I guess, be considerate when you're playing. And, and that way and- everyone has a good time. And don't uh, don't uh, go looking for lures up uh, strange alleyways because <laughs> you might find Ginge in his van out trawling the streets. Well, you've seen that meme of, the, <laughs> of, of a really yeah. dodgy looking van yeah. saying rare Pokemon inside. But that's the same picture that they've uh, digitally painted, you know, free candy inside mm. and all that. Mm. Before. It's just a stock standard image. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I want to bump along a few things. Mm. I want to talk a bit of comics this week. Yep. Um, have you heard of New Superman? Now, is this the Asian Superman yeah, character? The Chinese. Superman character uh, that was created by DC. So what it is is uh, a young bloke called um, uh, Kong Keenan, uh, who's a kid, and he saves a, a, another kid. So he gets kind of like uh, gets filmed, I guess, um, by their version over there of Lana, well, Lois Lane or whatever. Yep. He's got a different name. Yep. Anyway, um, and he's really g'd up. And then he gets t- tap on the shoulder. Hey, come and we want to give you, you know, your mum died in an airplane crash, whatever else. We want to make you a hero so that you can be the new Superman since he died. Okay. Um, so the Chinese government are creating heroes. And okay. so this kid gets the tap on the shoulder and he gets put into a chamber thing and and then comes out and he can fly and, and he's got laser vision. So essentially he's turned into a into Superman. And, he, and he's an adult now. Uh, and I think he's still... Well, when I say kid, he's a teenager. Okay. Like a teen, he's not a little kid. He's a teenager. Okay. Um, look, I read the first issue and... Um, it was good. I wouldn't say it was great, um, but it, it was interesting. And um, I thought, you know what, I'll probably keep reading at least another couple of issues. Mm. But at the very end of it, spoiler alert, if you're reading that and you haven't read it yet, go coming back. Um, there's a Chinese version of Batman and Wonder Woman. Oh, well, hello. As well at the end of it. So it's like they're going to have their own little uh, Chinese government control tr- uh, trinity. Mm. So that, that hit the shelves this week. It was pretty interesting. Uh, now, what else did I check out this week? We also had um, a new issue of Detective Comics. Oh, boy, is that is it good? good? Remember I told you last podcast how good that's been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cranked it, up a notch this going. week. Oh, really, really okay. Good. Um, this coming week, so by the time this is this podcast is out, so this week, um, Batman uh, number three will mm-hmm. be hitting the shelves. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we're going to see more of, because I did tell you about Batman, the, uh, new, the new Batman series. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. We've got a super-powered couple in town. Like, a, it's a... Gotham, 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 yeah, yeah. You did something about. I think Bruce is trying to work out what's going on here because yeah, there's something happening. It looks like Amanda Waller behind the scenes could be pulling some strings there, you know. So um, interesting days ahead. So that I'm looking forward to that issue coming out this week. Cool. Um, Action comics is just getting better. And yeah. Better and be- oh, I'm you know me. I've never been a no. big Superman guy. No, hell no. But I am loving action comics. Jeez, it is 
Fantastic. Yeah. So you've got um, pre-New 52 Superman running around, yep. now as Superman, yeah. uh, since the New 52 Superman died. You've got Lex Luthor, who's now got, uh, after the whole thing of Justice League, um, Dark Side War, mm-hmm. he's got um, apoc- apocalypse uh, technology kind of thing, so he's okay. got a mother box or whatever. So it gives him a suit that's pretty um, mm. pretty indestructible, gives him powers or whatever. Okay. So he's filling in as a Super Lex, I guess you'd almost say. Okay. And then you've suddenly got Clark Kent. So... Even Jimmy Olsen's, because in, in the New 52, Clark Kent had been outed as Superman. Yeah. So they, they're like, hang on, we've got Superman, we've got Superlex, and we've got Clark Kent, and Clark Kent's not powered. And no one, everyone's going, how's this? How, who the hell are you? Why are you here? <laughs> Jimmy Olsen keeps saying, because like Doomsday's attacking. Yeah. Right? So, and oh, it's awesome. It's really, really good. Um, and, and he's like, well, you just do something. He goes, I'm telling you, Jimmy, it's, I'm not that guy. I don't have powers and... Yeah, it's freaking weird. So you, you're kind of like going, who, who the hell is this Clark Kent? You know, because we know who the guy in the Superman duds are. We know the Long John's there. That's that's pre-52 Superman. That's still Clark Kent from different reality, I guess you'd say. Um, we know Lex, because Lex is running, you know, Super Lex or whatever. Who's this other guy? Where's he come from? And it's all because of Wally West. The whole, well, the, the rebirth, yeah. 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 So it's, and Flash this week, we, uh, Red Flash uh, number two. Oh, boy, that's getting good. Yeah. Um, there's a new speedster who Wally seems to have, uh, not Wally, sorry, Barry seems to have, um, you know, created another speedster because there's a storm. Mm-hmm. His, his friend gets hit, who's a, who's a detective, and he comes on. He hasn't got a code name yet, but the costume looks awesome, dude. It's awesome. like um, like a leather jacket with, you know, he's got the goggles on. Oh, right. Oh, you'd love it. Oh, hello. It's, it's your kind of costume. Um, and he hasn't given himself a name yet, And but then the big thing, I'm not going to ruin it, but a big thing at the end <sighs> where there could be many, many, many speedsters. Let's just put what? it this way. So the speed, the speed force seems to be going a bit cray-cray. Okay, so yeah, it's like DC are nailing it at the moment. God, there's some good books coming out. In this uh, uh, is the Speed Force kind of throwing around the, the ability to do it, kind of like the Green Lanterns just throwing around rings? Um, uh, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Actually, um, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps Rebirth, uh, the Rebirth issue hit mm? this week, mm? and uh, that finds uh, Hal off in space, because towards the end of the, the last Green Lantern run, Hal had a gauntlet, like so it's the original... Weapon before the rings came out that the okay. Guardians had forged, yeah, and so and it was sending him a bit uh, and everything else. So in this issue, you see him using this gauntlet to forge a brand new ring, and Ooh. that ring is forged by his will, so it, it only responds to his will. Okay, um, and it's a bit of a amped up ring. Now he's going to go off into this in space, find out what happened to the rest of the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, um, and Ethan Van Scriver on the artwork, and I just love Ethan Van Scriver's work. It's just fantastic. Cool man. Good to see him back on Green Lantern, and uh, yeah, oh, just a great issue. So, like I say, right now, DC winning. Okay, if, if, if they were, this is DC's Charlie Sheen winning moment. Okay, because they are just on top. They, they are. They, they are pumping the tiger blood throughout the entire. They must be. They mm-hmm. are doing so well. And mm-hmm. I look. I am honestly reading pretty much everything rebirth related. All the new relaunches. Everything they're bringing out. I'm reading and loving. Bar one, the the storyline in, in uh, Wonder Woman for me. Greg Rucker's run. I'm finding it a bit boring, okay? And, and then, of course, this week we had a controversy regarding that series. Yes. Uh, which I'm not going to d- you know, dwell on too much, but I do want to say, um, for those who don't know, if you haven't seen it, bandied about, uh, Frank Cho, who does a lot of uh, what they call cheesecake art. We've talked about Frank Cho on, on the show before. A little bit of TNA. Yeah, and, and I, I actually am friends with Frank Cho on Facebook, and I think he's a top bloke. And his art is, is amazing. I love his artwork. If you've ever never read Liberty Meadows, do yourself a favour, track down some Liberty Meadows. It's fantastic. Anyway, he, it was his dream gig to come and do 
Wonder Woman covers. Now, they hired him as a variant cover artist. Mm-hmm. 24 covers for 12 months. Because, you know, because we're getting two issues, Wonder Woman yep. uh, a month. month. Yep. So, and he hooked in. He's like, oh, I'm just loving this. And he kept posting his artwork up, you know, his sketches, and people are just responding to it so well. Now, remember, it's not the, the regular cover that comes out. It's a variant cover. So retailers, when we order it, we choose. We go, we, we, yeah, we're going to get so many of the, the, the normal, and we're going to get so many of the variant. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um... Apparently, he walked off it this week. He goes, um, and, and then he, he released a statement explaining why. And apparently, it has something to do with him and Greg Rucker. Yes. There is some animosity there. No one really knows the story. It must date back a while. I think it, it, delves, it leans towards different political leanings or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, he came out and said, it's all because of Greg Rucker. I'm leaving because I'm getting censored. My work is getting, mm. like, which is ridiculous because I was hired by DC to do these variant covers. They yeah. know my style. Yeah. And now, like you say, he does TNA a little bit. You know, a little bit cheesecakey. They knew that. Yeah, but these coming Wonder, into these this. Wonder Woman covers almost don't feel like Franco because they're very straight down the, the middle of the road. To be, not- to be honest, they look like you know sort of movie posters. Yeah, they're beautiful. They are stunning, stunning covers. Bits of artwork. Um, now and, the and- latest one. Uh, there's a Wonder Woman uh, an image there in, where everyone's saying, "Oh, you know, the reason Greg Rucker's up in arms is because it shows off a little bit of." Panty line on, on Wonder Woman, right? Everyone's going, oh, no wonder he's got the shits up, he, you know, Greg Rucker, because he's trying to make it look too sexualized or whatever else. Uh, franchise actually even said that line there is her leotard, not panties, and the colour. It's like everyone looks at the, you know, the uncoloured version mm. where it shows it. And then they cropped it to release it. They, they, yeah, they actually trimmed her right. bum yeah, off it. Yeah, bum off it, right? Um, which, I'll be honest... And to be honest, that makes it look worse, it does. I think. Yeah. Um, and if it had have just been... If people had waited until it was coloured, you would have seen that it wasn't a panty shot or whatever else. But anyway, apparently Greg Rucker has just had nothing but... Like, he's a keep sending to, to Frank Cho's... Uh, like, so the, the art director there, the DC art director, which is Mark Chiarello, that's who Frank answered to. Greg Rucker and his editor were off in a different office and dealing with you know the, the regular day-to-day artwork and, and, and the storylines and everything else. They just kept sending notes across, change the cover, change the cover, change the cover. Now, remember, this is a variant cover, mm. okay? This is why it's under a different department at DC. Um, and Frank Cho I, just went, you know what? I'm not going to put up with 12 months of getting negative feedback and constant wanting constant changes to my covers. Yeah. No, I'm off. Um, you know, and that's his right. And I guess at the end of the day, it's, it's Greg Rucker's right to, to to kick up a stink and go, I don't want those covers on my books. But at the end of the day, it's not his book. It's DC's book. Yeah. And someone at DC needs to, like, that's where editors really should step in and go, hmm. no, this is what we want. We've hired him for this reason. We've hired you for that reason. Just do your work. Yeah. Okay? But apparently Greg Rucker's acting a bit like a prima donna and everything else. So the industry insiders have come out and weighed in on it. And guys like your uh, Rob Liefeld, uh, Eric Larson, uh, J. Scott Campbell, um, a whole bunch of, of well-known comic creators have actually sided with Frank Cho and have gone, you, you don't do that to artists. Like, you, you, if you sign on for a book or for a cover or whatever else, you, you, you know, the company hires these people knowing what their track record is mm. with art. Mm. You don't then turn around and keep saying, uh, letting a writer dictate, you know, change the cover, change the cover, change the cover, change the cover. And, the, and they said that apparently this happens in comics on an almost monthly basis. There will be artists who leave books because of... Um, you know, interference, I guess, yeah. from editors. And that's just the business. That's that's what happens in comics. It's just the business. But, yeah, this kind of hit the news headlines this week and, oh, geez, you know, it blew up and, and, and people have, you know, because Frank Cho's been a bit, um, I guess you say, cheeky with his covers in the last couple of years and he doesn't back down from criticism. Mm. 
And so people are just going on his past performances and just tearing the guy apart. But look, honestly, I think his, his Wonder Woman covers were beautiful. Uh, I think they were actually, you know, they showed her as a strong female character. I showed my wife. I said, when it all blew up, and I said, look, honey, look at that cover. Is there anything wrong? She goes, that's a beautiful cover. It's stunning. I said, well, apparently that's considered vulgar. It's that's too sexualized. And, and, and the, 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 the thing for me is that the pose that she's in is like a sort of lunging forward and. And she's, and she's a warrior, and yeah, she's like, she's got the you know the the bracelets up, you know, yeah. and um you know within the movement of it, it it, it do, it's not a sexualized pose. It's not like it's the cover of Spider Woman. No, no, no. And then you know? he, got, he copped a lot of you know flack for his rip on that back in the day as well, uh, Milo Manara. Um, hmm. uh, you know, homage kind of cover and all that. But look, honestly, at the end of the day, um, it's sad for the fans who wanted to buy all 24 yeah. franchise covers. Uh, now you'll only get six. There's only going to be six released. Um, so that's sad. Hopefully, though, DC will put him on a different book, doing cover art for a different book. I hope so, but I, I don't know. Um, it's just sad when this kind of shit hits the, you know, it takes the shine off the books. It's, uh, but it's, I will be honest, hand on heart, uh, even before all this happened, I was thinking, Jesus, Greg Rucker's Wonder Woman runs a bit meh thus far. I'm around a couple of issues in, but that's just me. Other people might be absolutely loving it. Tell us if you are. Um, tell us what you're reading. If you're reading some of the new DC stuff, um, let us know. Tell yeah. us which books you love the most. Absolutely. Um, I read uh, Civil War three, uh, Civil War two, number three this week, Ginge. Mm-hmm. Boy, a big thing happens in that book. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now, spoiler alert, I am going to talk about it, so if you haven't read it uh, <laughs> or you don't want to know what's going on, just tune out for a little bit or come read it, come back and tune in from this point on. Right. Okay, so you know, we've explained Civil War two before, you know, about the whole Ulysses character, that he's an mm-hmm. inhuman who can see the future. Um, and how what's going to happen. So they start using it to cut off big events. So, okay. you know, because uh, they rock up before they know exactly how it's going to flow. They rock up, shut the event, you know, like, say, an attack or whatever else. Yep. Okay? That starts splitting the the superhero camp in, in the Marvel Universe because Tony's like, well, hang on, how do we know this kid's not being biased with his vision? How do we know his vision of the future aren't, aren't being influenced by yep. his own personal bias? Okay, yeah, yeah. Or something yeah. like that, yep. okay? yep. So Tony's not real happy about it. And then they experience a vision in, in number two, issue number two, um, where everyone around him actually experiences his vision and everyone feels it. And what happened was the Hulk killed everyone, Bruce Banner. Shit. Okay. So issue three opens, they rock up to talk to Bruce Banner. And he's like, I haven't hulked out for t- 12 months. You know, he's hidden away himself yep. away on a farm in a secret lab working. Anyway, they all rock up, all the Avengers, X-Men, everyone. You know, like everyone's kind of there, right? Boom. <laughs> this shit is on. Yep. Anyway, so they confront him and they, they work. They find out that he's experimenting on himself with mm. gamma radiation again, mm. and so he starts getting argy bargy. Next minute, like he's starting to get wildly, like well, we're going to take you in, right? And, and Tony's trying to calm the situation yep. down, whatever yep. else. Next minute, from the tree line, whoop, Bruce Banner cops an arrow, dead. Ooh, right? Fuck. Clint Barton, Hawkeye, has. Shit. Killed him. And then the issue is him on trial and the defendants and everything else. And he comes in and goes, Bruce Banner asked me to do it. He actually gave me that tip. It's a special tip to kill him uh, if he ever hulked out again. Right? And they're like, yeah, but he wasn't hulking out. And he goes, my senses are more heightened than yours. I saw the flash of green coming across his eyes. He was about to hulk out. And he told me, and you know, he's crying when he does it. Like he, he didn't yeah. kill his mate. Yeah. Um, so it looks like he's, he's, well, he's on trial essentially for it. And it is split 
the Marvel heroes even more because now a lot of the younger yeah. younger Avengers members, you know, Ms. Marvel, mm. uh, Miles Morales, Spider Man, they're all like, "Shit, I'm on Tony's side." Like, this is weird. What happens if they come for us next? And, yeah, you know, if this kid has a vision and suddenly they're wearing it and we're doing something that they think is wrong, are they going to lock us or are they going to kill us? And so this is set up like wow. we're in. Is, what are we in? Uh, seven or eight issues of of of, uh, of Civil War two coming. Yeah. Out. Like, you know, that, that's the whole run. <clears throat> We're only issue three in, and this is what's happened thus far. So it has been phenomenal. Brian, Brian Michael Bendis uh, yeah. writing it. All right. Uh, mate, look, I'm honestly loving it, and uh, I'm just worried that Bendis will taper off towards the end like he has done with previous big events. Ho- hopefully he's Start building strong, up to a, to a, to a climax rather than powder out. I hope so, yeah. But uh, yeah, so at the moment in, in the Marvel Universe, Bruce Banner is dead. No Shit. more Hulk there. So it's only Adam, Adamaeus Cho. Um, who's, who's the Korean Hulk, essentially, you call him. And uh, so that's that, that's all we got for Hulk. Fire so that's out, interesting. Man. Holy um, shit. Really, really interesting. Uh, great days ahead. Now, if you've been in the local comic shop, there's because after Civil War Two, Marvel are launching Marvel Now. And there's a whole bunch yes. of... Because remember we talked about, I think, their seasonal publishing model that they're doing? No. Okay. They've announced, essentially, what they're doing is every year they'll have a big event. And when that event... Mm. Climaxes. Yep. Uh, they relaunch a whole pile of books, which builds up then to the next big event. And when that climaxes, they relaunch. Is this relaunch every twelve books. months? Every twelve or so months. So okay. it could be every eighteen months, whatever. Um, you know, and they've essentially said, "Get used to it. This is our new seasonal publishing model at Marvel." So Mar- this 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 Marvel now that comes out after Civil War Two mm-hmm. is where we really start seeing it. There's a whole bunch of books getting launched. Um, a whole lot of books won't be around anymore. Hmm. And uh, you've got Mark Wade writing like. Uh, two or three different Avenger type books. Wow, um, some good stuff in there actually. Like uh, new Champions comics. So a lot of the younger version, like younger members of the Avengers and that. So mm-hmm. Nova, Ms. Marvel. There's a, a female, young teenage female uh, Vision. Okay, you got uh, Adamaeus Cho as the Hulk. Um, and a young uh, Cyclops, yep. uh, former team, the champions, so, okay. and that's Humberto Ramos is going to be the, art, the artwork there. So I'm I know someone is going to be buying that. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there's some good books. Is that uh, you know they've got? Um, I'm just trying to name it. Uh, Mosaic. Um, he's an Inhuman who he's got the ability to just say jump in your body, inhabit your body. Mm-hmm. You don't know he's there. Mind readers, so like Charles Xavier wouldn't be able to pick up these inside you, oh, shit. controlling you, um, and he can just do whatever he wants. Huh. Now, is he going to be good? Is he going to be bad? What's he going to do? You wow. know? So he's an inhuman who gets this ability. Um, so that, that sounds like a pretty cool, yeah. cool book. Um, yeah. Jessica Jones gets a new series Ooh. written by Brian Michael Bendis. That's going to be pretty cool. So if you've watched the TV series, there's a new comic series on the way. It, it almost feels like they're they're taking the Netflix or television series sort of model to comics. Well, to a degree, to a degree. Um, there's some absolute crap in the the lineup. When I say mm-hmm. absolute crap, um, I've, I've shown it to a few. Well, we've been handing it out this little catalogue to all our customers, and, and the feedback thus far is a lot of them look at it and go, "There's barely anything there I want to read." Yeah. Um, then again, there's other stuff like I said, you know, Champions. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, because I like the creative team. Yes, um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. This yeah. is Marvel's new publishing right. model. Yeah, see how it goes. I think a lot of comic fans want to see long 
runs. Now, they want to go back to seeing a creative team on a run for a decent amount of time yes. and do it properly. Um, Marvel have kind of gone the opposite, said you know, you're only going to get short runs with creative teams and the books won't be going on past you know, a certain number of issues. We, we, and- we want to sprint. We don't want a long Yeah, marathon. so it's, look, I guess the proof will be in the pudding. We'll see how their numbers go and we'll see uh, how Marvel trends after two or three years of doing this. I guess if, if in that model they can release graphic novels, trades, you know... Quicker. With those, yeah, bur- but, those um, bursts. I tell you what, it's going to get tricky as a re- like just putting the retailer cap on now. Yeah, that gets tricky when someone comes and goes. I want to read um, Avengers. Where do I start? And oh, Jesus, okay, which series of Avengers? Yeah, and, you know. Well, you need to read way back here first, and it's, is, it's is, just a bit confusing. Is it going to be? Yeah, is it going to be Marvel now? We kind of have that problem. 2016, or yeah, we kind of have that problem now with uh, certain. Certain Marvel uh, series, you know, uh, where DC's got a lot of great standalone books. Someone mm-hmm. comes and goes, I want to read Batman. And he's hush, read that. That's all you yep. need to read. Yep. There's, you know, different Superman books. Marvel don't have as many great series like that, okay. I, I feel. Um, there's certain books like Iron Man Extremist, we point, point, point yeah. towards. Yes. Um, you know, people love picking up Deadpool. Um, things like Spider Man Blue is pretty cool. I like being able to point people towards Spider Man Blue, Daredevil, Guardian Devil, you know. Do people still come in and say, I, I, I want, you know, like Superman 1 or Spider Man 1? Yes, you know they yeah. say right. I want to. I want to start from the start. Yeah, and you're, you're like, like, well, you can't. <laughs> we can, but you know. Um, do, do they expect the the sort of start to have started at the beginning of this year? Uh, well, that's where things like you know, I guess it's handy having DC do their rebirth. Yep. Like we were all, even with New Fifty Two. Um, that's when we got a lot of new readers in because they were able to go back and pick it up via trade or whatever else mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. work their way through. Yep. And our trade sales, for New 52 DC books, mm-hmm. our trade sales have always been fantastic. Okay. The graphic novels still still sell like hotcakes. Because yeah. um, people know I just keep getting you know, Aquaman. You know, boom. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. Um, the Marvel method is going to be a bit different, and I don't know how that will work with trade sales. That's just, um, yeah, retailer cap on there. Uh, I don't know. If they're starting and stopping, I guess, yes, confusing. there's a definitive start and stop, but... We do experience it with uh, Deadpool. Like, people go, where do I jump in with Deadpool? And I go, well, once you, you, know, you can read just the latest run, mm-hmm. or we can go right back to Deadpool Classics, or there's the you know Daniel Way stuff in the middle there, and, mm-hmm. and people are just like, um, uh, give me the classic. And mm-hmm. then usually they work their way through from the classics through. Yep. Okay. Um, and which is good for as a retailer because they're expensive. <laughs> um, they're big, thick books, you know, like that's great. And there's like 16 volumes in that, you know, so it's not that I push them to, I'm always like, well, you can just pick up the latest run. But a lot of people go, no, I want to go back to the origins of the character. Yep. So they'll go back with Deadpool and pick up, you know, the Rob Liefeld days mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and just work their way through, which is, which is good. I did, yeah. I did see, we were talking about on the last podcast about how you got ripped off as a kid. In a, in a comic shop and how you've used that yeah. mentality to the, progress your business. There was a video the other day, wasn't yeah. there? and it was pretty much the same sort of idea where he had, you know, unfortunate, you know, experiences when he was a kid and yeah. he's brought those experiences It was, it was Earth 2 Comics, the owner of Earth 2 Comics or something like that, somewhere in, in LA, I think, mm-hmm. that comic shop. I watched that video. Yeah, you sent me the link. I, I, I sent you the link and I went, this bloke stole, listened to our <laughs> podcast and stole our video. But it was interesting because he now tells his staff, every, every member of his staff, mm. he, he sits them down, gives them a copy of that comic and goes... He tells them a story, and he goes, "That will never ever happen in our store. I never. I want everyone to walk away. Every kid that comes in here to walk away with a happy memory of this comic shop. Yeah, and I think that's fantastic. And that's that. There is the modern age of retail comics retailing. Yes, it's, it's people who come into the thing with an absolute passion and love, and want everyone to walk out with a great book mm. and, and walk away with a good memory. And and you know, it's unfortunate, but 
you know, retail across the board is it, that sh- should be how it is. Comic re- there are still a lot of shit comic retailers out there, um, and I've, I've experienced it myself. Where you, you know, we're talking overseas, we're mm, talking even mm. within the Australian comics industry. There are shops that you just shake your head. You're like, how are they still in business? The yeah. way they treat their customers is fucking horrible. When I've walked in there as a customer, I've gone, oh, you know, you walk out going, oh, how are they still in business? Yes. You know, horrible fucking attitudes and. You know, and some of them live up to the stereotype, you know, the long, fat, overweight, long hair, bearded, you know, Simpsons fucking comic shop guy character, yep. you know? Yep. Like, it's just, you cringe and go, that, there's no reason to, to be like that today, you know? Like, and, and you shouldn't because you, you're wanting to open up comics to, like, there's a whole new generation out there. Yes. And yes, not just yes. generation, there's a whole new, like, so many women are reading comics today. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is fantastic. So you want to be able, to, you want nice, bright, open comic book stores. People should be able to walk in and feel at home. Yes, yes. They shouldn't be cold and dank little dungeons and places like that. Some of those shops around, you know, not just Australia, but places you and I have been into. In I was going to say the place in America. UK that I went. I felt, I felt uncomfortable. You know, especially going downstairs. Do you remember the name of the place? Or where, where, um, what city were you in? Uh, I was in Manchester. It was, uh, it was a collectibles type place. But you walk down this big uh, staircase down into the basement and honestly it, it looked like my my teenage bedroom you know there <laughs> I was your teenage bedroom. there was, was shit mess. everywhere there was stuff <laughs> on boxes back you could hardly walk the aisles well, there wasn't really even aisles there was just stuff yeah it looked like someone had backed up a truck up to a hole and just filled it full of stuff and then could have Sort of kicked you away through. It. I remember you messaging no, me, I just, going, "Dude, I went to this place and it was shit." Yeah, I just really, uh, but some of the stuff there was really, really old. Yeah, uh, but just the prices were just phenomenal. Crazy. It just, yeah. I just don't think. Like, I mean, some of the best stores that I've ever been into have been bright, open, mm. welcoming places, yeah. and you know where people greet you when you come through the door. Yes, hey, how yes, yes. And we, well, that's our rule here at, at, at my store mm. is uh, my staff know. As soon as someone walks through the door, you just say, you know, hi, how are you? It's the first thing. As long as they, people are happy when they get yes. greeted when they yes. walk into a shop. Yep. I'm the same. If I walk into any shop, as long as someone says, "G'day, how are you?" Or, hi, how are you doing? Yep. Um, and then you can always do the whole, anything I can help with. And if people go, no, I'm happy to browse, you go, no worries, just give me a shout out yep, or whatever yep. else. Right, boom, done, dusted. That simple little thing mm. makes a world of difference. That, that, that acknowledgement. Comic, yeah, yeah, comic retailing should be no different to any other form of retail. Yeah. Um, sadly, it just kind of is. There's still some places that are still the Android's dungeon from The Simpsons. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. I, you know, let's not get negative. There's, there's plenty of great places out there. There's pl- plenty of great books right now for readers mm. of all ages. Remember I told you about the DC Girls book, the all ages uh, DC uh, superheroes, mm. superhero girls book? Remember, the, it came out on free comic book day. Okay. It was a promo book. I thought we over-ordered. I thought, ah, oh, bugger, because they didn't announce what the title was before we yep. put our orders in. It was just yep, yep. like DC's, I think it was their silver book, so you got... DC Gold and DC Silver. Okay. And when you order it, you don't really know what it's going to be. Yep, yep, yep. And then close to the time it came out, it was it was a DC Girls book. And, and Based and on the, you know, the toys, the, the, the DC the, the, Girls yeah, yeah, action yeah. figures, yeah, superhero, yeah. superhero girls action figures. And you thought, oh, no. I kind of did. I thought, Jesus, we've over-ordered on this. Holy shit, it was super, super, super popular. Oh, wow. Right? And then I had all these people come back on. is this book out? And I'm like, well, no, they haven't actually released it. It's going to be a little mini graphic novel, yep. original graphic okay, novel. Okay, cool. It's coming out in a few months. We took pre-orders. Holy shit, man. You should have <laughs> seen the pre-orders. Yeah? And when it came in, 
because I had you know, for weeks and weeks after free comic book day, dads, mums would come in, the yeah. little, their little girls would be with them, and they'd come up to the counter. You know, Excuse me, yes, you know, is the DC superhero girls booking yet? No, not yet, but I, I've already got you down for one, and I'll send a message to your mum or dad as soon as it yeah. comes in. Yeah, yeah. And these girls, they're yeah. Eyes were just lighting up. They're like, I can't wait to get it. They're oh, cool. super excited. Yeah. And the look on their face when you know, I'd send their mum or dad a message, hey, the book's in, you know, yeah. they'd fly down here after school or whatever, grab it, and the girls were just... Oh, awesome. So happy, oh, you wow. know? And I'm like, DC, please do more of this. Oh, wow. So that's why they haven't announced the second book. I hope they do. Um, but I actually put a tweet out... Um, oh, yeah, about two weeks ago, I think, yeah, when it first yeah. came out. Yep. And I put a tweet up, and the... Um, the uh, writer actually favourited the tweet and oh, cool. retweeted it, oh, so, cool. which was really, really cool. I thought, well, that's great. And um, so it was nice to get a little bit of a, a bump there from, from the creator. Yeah, and I um, guess from his point of view, seeing she, a bit of... Uh, oh, really? She, Ginch, yeah. Seeing her, her, her uh, you know, getting some acknowledgement for her, her work. Yeah, I'm just trying to find... Uh, bear with me. I'm just trying to find the tweet. Um, and I'm... There it is. So the book's called um, DC Superhero. A girl's finals crisis, and uh, Shay Fontana was the the creator. Okay. Yeah. And Shay Fontana retweeted my uh, our tweet for Kaboom, and also gave it a like. Uh, it was fantastic. So it's good to see that. Um, yeah, even the creators are, are happy that you know they're, they're reaching out the new audience, getting young audience. girls. Yeah, yeah. But more books should be published for this market. What's going on, people? We need some more good all ages comic books. That's hey. happening. You know, DC Marvel got some great superheroines. You know, mm. like imagine um, you know, like uh, Ms. Marvel, like an all ages yes. Ms. Marvel teamed up with say, um, who else have we got there? Um, Spider Girl mm-hmm. um, or Spider Gwen? You know, whoever yeah. you want to pop in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so many Black Widow. Like an all. Well, it's a bit hard doing all ages Black Widow, but then again, no, it's not. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> you, well, it, it. It's up to your imagination. That's right. You need a good writer. She I'm not Hulk. saying I can write it. Because she trust Hulk. Me, there you go. Yeah, imagine all ages she book. That would go. be phenomenal. There you go. Love it, Ginch. You're, yeah. you're a clever bugger. Hey, I'm, I'm throwing <laughs> plot lines out. You, well, you well, just figure out how to, how to make it work. Wasp? wasp? Yeah. You know, when I have you know, Wasp in there or something like that. Especially since, you know... So, you know, if, anyone, if anyone's out there and, and has, like, oh, yeah, and I'm, I'm probably dreaming here, but if anyone has a way of contacting some higher-ups of these companies, for the love of God, point them in the right direction. It's called Twitter. Just you get know? on Twitter. Yeah, I know, but it seems to be an echo chamber some days. Twitter. Well, yeah. I don't think a lot of, you know, yeah, it could be a great thing, but it's not. Twitter's is one of them weird things. It's usually used for hatred. Yeah, it's well. It's sad. It's social media. You know? Yeah, if you're a, you're a dad or a mum and you want to pick that book up, mm. um, if your comic shop doesn't stock it, shame on them, but they should. Um, but they should order it in for you. So mm. just go in and ask for the DC um, Superhero Girls Finals Crisis, an original little all-ages graphic novel. Look, fantastic. And you'll put a smile on a lot of little mm. kids' faces. There you go. Ginge, any other TV or movie stuff you want to talk about? Make sure you don't forget, you're going to have to get into cinemas this week and get your ticket because next weekend, The Killing Joke is going to be oh, a one-off at yeah. cinemas. So, um, I'm not entirely sure whether it's R-rated or where it's going to be MA-15 over here or, or know. whichever. I don't know. I can't tell you, but I know I'm looking for Are you and I going to go so, and see it? Yeah, yeah. I saw, saw a little clip this morning of Mark Hamill doing The, the Voice. How good is it to have uh, Kevin Conroy back and Mark Hamill voicing like, it? Like, it just and and like like we were talking about this morning uh, the, earlier on in the podcast, we were talking yep. about Pokemon Go being a bit too late for us to get into it. Batman the animated series was right was released right when we were there, you know. Hell yeah! And I, I guess that's just followed on, you know. We've always been fans of, of those voices and those characters, so. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I can't wait to see this and check I'm it out. I'm excited. I really am. Now, they're, um, I'm just trying to find the details here, but of course, the uh, Event Cinemas uh, app is shit. Um, <laughs> there you go. So, I know up in our city, it's three o'clock next, next week, and I'm just trying to find a rating on it for you, Gingy. Because um, all the talk was that it was going to be R-rated in America, but, you know, like our rating system is a bit different uh, over it, here. It, can I be honest and tell you, it doesn't give me... A rating here. Oh. Um, is it going to be unrated? It's 105 minutes long. Okay. And uh, yeah, Sam Sam Lau uh, Lou uh, has uh, is the director. Uh, yeah, so that is next week. I tell you, what, I'm I'm seriously looking forward to it. I, I can't find a rating no, there well. for you. I'm so sorry. That's all right. But uh, it might not be one you take the kids to. Yes. I know no, it's animated don't. and people think, oh, it's a cartoon, I'll take the kids. No, probably, probably not. not. It's like taking your grandchildren to go see Bad Santa. Oh, God, don't ever do that. People, <laughs> people don't do that. That's wrong. You were in the cinema and the I granddad get, had to get that. and walk yeah. out. Um, I'll never forget that. Just quickly, I yeah. uh, was watching Kingsman. Uh, over this past weekend. Fuck, there's a good movie. They've changed the, th- the the ending from the theatrical ending. Remember we're in the cinemas and he rescues the princess? Yeah. And she says, you can do what you want to my yeah. my, my bottom? Yeah. They cut that out. In what? In the, 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 the DVD release. Not the version I saw the other week. Really? Yeah. Well, in the version fair. I watched, they cut that out completely. I think someone has gone and edited it on you, sir. I'm like, whoa, hang on. Whoa, whoa. And and, and we recorded on cable on Foxtel the other day on our IQ. Yeah. Um, oh, a few weeks ago and we watched it. No, it was still in there. Well, the, this must be a version that was released overseas. I don't know. And it's been cut. Oh, no, that's mm. And did you see they've confirmed that he's back for number two? Yes. So, and they're filming it at the moment. I wonder if he's going to be like a twin brother to him or something like that. I, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm looking you, forward you'd to have, it. You'd have to th- hope he was the same character, though. Yeah, but he Wouldn't died. He yeah, died well, in the first one. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's movies. No one actually really dies, do <laughs> like they? Comics, it's just like yes. a comic, you know, yeah. Uh, it doesn't follow real life, does yeah. it, Jint? Um, uh, <laughs> and let, let's quickly touch on it. The reviews of Ghostbusters 2016 have been mixed. Uh, that's one way of putting it, yeah. I'm, I'm still seeing a lot of negative... Um, Negative reviews, but there are some coming out going... And, but when I say there's some coming out that are slightly more positive, it's not like they're going, oh, it's a great film. They're just like, oh, it's not as bad as everyone thought. Yeah, it that, that's, that's what I'm... I, right? I, I, so you're not selling me. When <laughs> someone goes, oh, it's not as bad as you think it would be, you kind of go, so you're not saying it's fantastic. It's, it's, like, it's like new Coke, you know? Like, <laughs> Only you like, can you know, fucking bring Coke into this. Y- you know what? The taste isn't as bad as what you thought it was going to be. But it's not that great. But... But then again, it's not what we were hoping for. Yeah. So I guess it just, mm, you know, I just, a lot of people want classic Coke back. Are you going you to know? see it? I think, I think I'll go see it. Just, just, just to, to see it on the big screen. I've kept saying no. Yeah. I've kept saying no, no, no. I'll go see it and I'll come back and I'll, I'll, I'll do a review I'm all, on no, the I'm show. All, I'm almost thinking I might have to go with you. I, you I know, know, and, and but, but the thing that's, that I'm, I, the problem is you use your words. Dude. The problem is you're always going to, um, you know, compare it to the original. Yes, right? yes. But the thing is that people are going to compare it to the original based on the way it looks. I think, and thirty years, of, of course, it's going to look better. As in, the ghosts are going to look. See, more going by cool. that trail that came out, I thought the ghosts looked horrible. Yeah, I they looked like a um, video game. But, yeah, but, I, I, but like, the camera's going to be able to move around a lot more. Oh, I guess, yeah. You know? But from what I heard, um, within the plot of the story, they only bust one ghost until 
the ending of the movie. Really? So that's a bit. I, man. I, I, I I understand that. Yes, I guess in the original Ghostbusters, you only saw them bust Slimer, and then you saw a big montage of them running around with traps. Yeah, but from what I understand, you don't even see that montage part you of gotta it. Gotta have a montage. Yeah. So I look. Hey. I just well, wait and see. You tell me when you see it. If yeah. I, I might even I don't know whether I'll sully myself by going to see it on the big screen. <laughs> um, You'll be halfway through it and you're like, no. I'm looking forward to the new Star Trek. That's out in like two weeks. Uh, the new Star Trek movie, which is going to be fantastic. Star Wars Rogue One. They've released a, a, a featurette. Yeah. Fuck, that looks amazing. And yeah. they've leaked a little bit of a trailer online. Oh, have they? I haven't seen that yet. Well, San Diego's upon us uh, mm. this coming week. So be prepared. You're probably going to see trails leak all over the place. Well, you you were saying that um, they they have now done a thing where they will be streaming panels live, panels and everything else on the yeah, internet. But um, there are still apparently uh, James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also director of Guardians of the Galaxy Two, is going to be there at San Diego. Now he's come out and he said we've got stuff to show people in Hall H. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a new anti piracy technology being put in place hmm. to stop people pirating it. So, I, which I don't get, okay? Um, okay. Hey, look, I'm going to put a hand up and go, what's your fucking problem, uh, studio? When it's released at Hall H, it should be released on YouTube like, yeah, at the exact same time. Like, just do it the same day. And that way you're controlling that trailer. Coming. Yeah. Okay, if, you're, if you're prepared to show that trailer at Comic-Con mm. to a group, like a room full of, of, of geeky people, your, your fan base that you're targeting yeah. the movie at, yeah. If you're happy to show it to them there, why not launch it the same fucking day? Because then you, you... You you control it. It's not going up a some exactly. shitty um, Quality, mobile phone yeah. recorded version yeah, of it. Yeah, you're going to re- release the full-on HD version and people, online. And, and, and you create great buzz. People talk yeah. about it. People share it all over Facebook, Twitter, whatever else. Talking about the trailer, they mm. dissect it. I can't wait to see this. Did you see such and such in the trailer? How many people... Um, got online to see the Batman Superman trailer yes. that was released a mobile phone yep. v- uh, yep. vision I just, just kept on getting ripped I, I don't get the mentality of these studios they're like no 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 it's only for that select few people in Hall H and you go there's a, there's a lot of people around the world that yeah. can't get to San Diego fuck it to get to San Diego now is, is a lottery mm. essentially you know you've you got to en- almost enter the lottery to get tickets um, so I just think it's stupid I don't understand why they do that uh, but uh, I signed up for it the other week mm-hmm. Comic Con HQ yep um, you can get it in Australia now. It's five dollars US a month. Now their uh, beta version finishes on the twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. From the twenty fifth onwards, you pay for it. Yep. So if you want to sign up now for free, you can see what it's all you about. Can see what it's like for a few days. I've, I've had it for about two weeks. And there's certain show, con mans on there. The whole series of con man. You can mm. watch that. You know the Alan yeah. uh, Tudyk um, show that he he uh, created via Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, crowdfunding. Uh, it's all on there. There's a show on there called Comic Strips. Uh, comic trips where they go to different, different comic book stores yeah. each week. Yep, yep, um, yep. Alan Tudyk actually hosts the first one of that. Oh, rad. Um, uh, Richie Johnson from Bleeding Cool hosts one over at Gosh Comics in London. Okay. Um, so there's a few different ones on there. There's a whole heap of, of original content. Um, but starting from San Diego, when San Diego kicks in, mm-hmm. they'll have the panels. You've got lots awesome. of panels on there. That's cool. Um, they're going to be filming all that stuff. So uh, you might want to sign up for it. Like yeah. I said, I signed up for it. It's $5 US a month. You need a credit card. Um, and, yeah, it's called Comic-Con HQ. So the beta, beta version uh, finishes on the 24th. It'll be cool to see, you know, some of those Hall H 
Yeah, well, I'm going to be playing them here in the shop, hopefully. Um, So it's pretty cool. I've been enjoying uh, watching it. Yeah. Um, And now, like, I was complaining the other week about um, they didn't have... You can only watch the trailer for Con Man. Yep. And I was like, don't tell me it's because I'm in Australia. Geo-blocking on you, But it turns out, no, I think they were just holding off and they released the whole lot. Oh, right. So you've seen it now? Uh, I've only got a couple of episodes to go. Okay. Yeah, yep. So enjoying it. Oh, there's some cool little cameos and stuff in there. Yeah. I'll be honest, it's probably not as good as I'd hoped it was going to be. It's not Ghostbusters uh, no. 16, is it? <laughs> no, it's um, I don't know. There's just uh, you know, because they're only short little episodes and and that. I yeah, it's all right. I get a chuckle out of most of it. Yeah. Some of it you just kind of go, yeah, it's a bit weak. The jokes in it, but it's all right for what it is. Um, yeah, it's all right. I think the wife will enjoy it. There's some actors from shows that she really loves that okay. make cameos in it. And okay. So she'll probably get a bigger kick out of it than me. Mm. Nathan Fillion is, is in it. Yeah. Pops up. Yeah, All the time. Uh, Seth Green. Oh, cool. Yeah. So there are there's different... Um, um, I can never pronounce his last name, but Milo Ventimiglia or whatever his name is from Heroes mm. and stuff like that. He's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hey, just quickly, yep. last night introduced the uh, lady to The Tick live-action oh, version television series. The tick? And to be honest... Let's talk about re- redoing that. To be honest, I never actually sat down and watched the entire series from start to finish. Really? I've got the box set somewhere. Yeah, I, I bought the box set and, um, yeah, sat down and watched uh, the first couple episodes last night and buddy laughed myself I always silly. loved Nestor Carbonell as... Um, Bat- Bat- Manuel. I always loved him as an actor. Yeah. I wonder what ever happened to him. I don't know. No. If you if you know what he's done lately, send us a message. Let's get, let's let's send a cheerio to him on Twitter. Hello, Nesta Carbonell. Yeah. Oh, you mean on Twitter? Sorry, not through our podcast. Well, well hello, sir. <laughs> Spoon. <laughs> I love Patrick Warburton as the chick. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, Ginger, anything else you want to talk about? That's about it for me. Thank you, sir. Suicide Squad's only a couple of weeks away. Yes. We're definitely doing a review on that. Mm. Um, so we'll see how it, how it goes. But yeah, if if, if you go along and you see uh, Killing Joke on the big screen at your local Birch Carroll and Coil Cinema, make sure you take a photo um, or something like that and send it to, through to Geekspeak. Yeah, be pretty tag cool. us in us, it. We want to see that you're there and enjoying it. And Absolutely, because we'll it. be there and enjoying it no matter what. That's right. Mate, it's been a fantastic little afternoon catching up with you doing a podcast. Thanks for Ginger. Thank you very much. Wake up, on pots and pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. You've been listening to Geek Speak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast. Remember, Australia, stay geeky.